BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Killing time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. We do so many different shows that I'm like, I don't know what we're doing today. It's all just mush in my mind. It's all for you. It's all for you. What are we ever doing? You what, know, what is life? What is life? Just working. What is existence? It's working. Just working and dying. Working. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. Going on walks. Ooh, we do go on walks. I go on walks. We do a daily walk. I haven't yeah. done one today because I had to come here, but. Been going on the walks. Yeah, we've been going on walks. It's one of those lockdown like uh, lingering remnants that I'm glad we Stuck. still like. Yeah, we like implemented it. Oh nice. yeah. Well, my parents started doing the COVID walks, and now they are like little mountain goats. Oh, they'll like, walk like ten thousand steps, forty floors. It's wild on a Tuesday. I'm on like fifteen thousand steps a day. That's crazy. May will like send her like stats from the walk, like right when I'm like. <laughs> way deep in like a bag of potato chips or something Dude, and though, i'm like okay i gotta tell you it's really easy when there's a dog because yeah. like he has to go out three times a day so now i'm That's just true. a little bit more eager i'm like i'll take him and then i'm like looking at my little step counter i'm like oh yeah no it feels good we gotta get a dog yeah no not now but We're getting I, a dog. I do have After to your wedding i do have to say that walking is the most underrated thing in it's the amazing. world. I like, I really advise everybody to just go on a little walk. Me too. Sure. Especially now that we're going to have a dog when we go. <laughs> we were just talking about how we don't want a dog yeah, because not, we don't the want the shedding nor the stink right uh, now in our lives. You'll get there. Um, Just want a little reminder for everybody that if you have not joined our Patreon, if you have, you'd be watching us on video right now. If you haven't, uh, you're just hearing our voices, but we'd love to see you so join our patreon lots of bonus content going we love on. our patreon we cover the most interesting cases there that we've never had a chance to cover because first degree is submission based but yeah i mean patreon is where we really i don't want to say shine but like it's where we really can have the discussions we want to discuss and we know that they're going to be received relatively well because yeah. you're all there because you approve of the show well, and like it. And yeah, there's like real us. depth over there. It's not like our it's the the Patreon for this podcast is not like a sticker pack. Like Oh no. It they, it goes very deep and there's a lot of content over there that's like it would take you a long time to to get through all of it at this point. So well, you know what I think is so crazy? Like I've seen other podcasts that do Patreons and I've heard people's like feedback to some of them and they're like, "Yeah, this podcast said that they'd have, you know, an extra episode a week and then they don't." And then I, they just don't. Then they just don't. <laughs> I didn't know that you could do that. I don't operate like that. The, no. the anxiety I would have of like losing someone who's, who took the time and money to subscribe and never getting them back. Yeah. Well, for the things that you promised. For it's the like, things you promised. That's crazy. Well, Wild. We, we stay on it. And we stay on it. I, I feel like we, we didn't even acknowledge this, but April the April 6th Killing Time that we aired was our 100th episode of Killing Time. What? You mean of Killing Time? Of Killing that Time. That... That means we've done like two years of killing time straight. We've never missed a killing time. We've yep. never missed an original first degree. And we've never missed a, we've never missed an episode, period. It's ever, crazy. Ever in the years that we've started. And we're going to start launching like little mini series of episodes, even between all the episodes we're already doing to start <laughs> highlighting some cases that really need to be solved. So it's like, we're just going to bring you more and more content. All the more reason to join us on Patreon. Yeah. We won't fuck you over. Like some of these no. other people do allegedly. It's just so crazy. I just can't imagine we doing just that. Have the personality it's like types stealing. It's stealing. 
Stealing. Anyways. Uh, False advertising. Stealing, I tell you. Stealing, I tell you. Theft. Rant over. All right. Should we go into the day for today? Please. Yes, please. Today is April 20th, and there were some oh, dark dude, days. 420. We're going to get into that in a second. <laughs> um, April 20th, 1841. The first detective story was published. Oh. This was an Ed- Edgar Allan Poe tale called The Murders in the Rue Morgue, and it first appeared in Graham's Lady and Gentleman's Magazine, and that was basically everybody says that that is the first true detective story that was ever released big. launching a massive genre Edgar Allan Poe I'm shows up again big Poe fan big Poe fan and if you guys are also we had a whole killing time dedicated to Edgar Allan Poe I thought Poe was the root of the word poem <laughs> and I was corrected and the by the internet is, the episode is titled Edgar, Edgar Allan Poem it makes sense honestly it does make sense <laughs> and I'm shocked that isn't that it's true. not it yeah. works it works it, it works it only makes sense I know um, another, <laughs> this is a really dark day. The laughing matter. April 20th, 1999 was the Columbine shooting, Ooh. which, uh, the, one of the, it was like a press like school shootings started to become a regular occurrence after that. Yeah. It was very much like a turning point in crime in America. It's super sad. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I think the darkest day maybe ever that day is, well, yeah, but I think the darkest part of that day is remembering how serious that tone was. Oh my God. And yeah how shocking it was <sighs> and how desensitized well it's it basically stopped the then. world like it stopped the country it was one of those things i'm yeah. sure everybody like remembers where they were when it was all going on and then now there's a school shooting every fucking week and we're completely desensitized as a country it's absolutely disgusting i don't even think we're desensitized i just think we're hopeless because the yeah. nra lobby is so strong like i, I what are we supposed to do like we can't change it only a few people can change it they keep getting voted in and that's it so it's not really desensitized but it's a jaded element because like we can't fix it yeah we don't want guns in schools no most people don't nobody does except for the few yeah that are going to do something allowing it. it but to bring it back up it is april 20th 420, the weed smokers of the world, it's blaze it, whatever they want to say. 420, dude. Smoke weed every day. Um, but I was really interested. I was like, where did 420 come from? And there's a lot of things like in life, like, you know, the the Stussy S, as they say, that nobody really knows the origins of. It kind of just appeared in the zeitgeist. Is it not like a, um, like a, what do they call it? Like when cops have like numbers for like response? 420? Like oh. a code, like a penal code? Like 187 is a homicide? Yeah, no, it's not that at all. Educate us. I'm ready. This is actually really interesting. I want to know. Okay, so 420 can be traced back to 1971 when a group of five students at San Rafael High School in Marin County, California, began meeting at 420 to smoke weed. (laughs) Of course, that's... The actual numbers 420 didn't have any real significance, but it was just like a time that they kind of were all done with their their everything, and it was time, you know, to smoke weed. And they actually... The guys, they're all named. Steve Capper, Dave Reddix, Jeffrey Noel... Larry Schwartz and Mark Gravich. So this, like, you can pin it back to five dudes. It's the marijuana Mount Rushmore. Exactly. I wonder if they got like, <laughs> I wonder if they got, like matching jewelry to be like Dude, original 420. I, mean, I, think I would. It's kind of cool. Like, I want to like interview these guys. I just think it's such a cool thing. So, what? I don't mean to interrupt, but it's kind of cool that they got their names attached to something because there's a lot of like things in our zeitgeist that like just became and no one knows where they came from and these guys somehow attach their names well that's to it. that's what i was saying with like the stussy s yeah. or they call it the stussy like, s it's not stussy you know the s from back uh-huh, like in the uh-huh. day nobody knows where that came from it was like a mystery it's not you me you used to draw those all the time <laughs> i know me a and lot everybody of people else did, but nobody knows why no uh, so back and back in the day it was hard because things that'd be an just, interesting like, documentary happened it would be it would be um so these guys were in high school and obviously smoking weed was illegal so they used number 420 to be like let's go smoke some weed years later one of the guys in the group the reddix dave reddix got a gig working as a roadie for grateful dead bassist (laughs) phil leash perfect perfect and by 1990 a group of grateful dead fans were spreading the word about the ritual by distributing flyers inviting people to smoke quote-unquote 420 on april 20th at 420 p.m i love that and it said the magazine High Times printed a copy of the flyer the next year. And from there, the association between 420 and smoking weed spread across the world. Fun. So that's kind of where it came from, which I think is like, what a cool story. Even you can start a movement. That's you right. Can. You can. You, you just got to go for it. You don't have to do much. I know a no. lot of people say that people smoke weed. They're slackers. But 
Listen, not really. These I just guys... heard five names attached to a national holiday. So I wonder if they did anything like copyright it or trademark it or you know they're not made you, money off so of probably it. not. And you know what I was trying to do for True Crime Rewind? I was like, you know, what would be really good is if I went on to Reddit and we found like the funniest stories that anybody was doing when they were high. And I yeah. found a lot of articles about it, but unfortunately. When you're sober, reading about these stories of funny things people did when they're high, they're actually not funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna agree that we were reading through like the Reddit post today, and it was like, "Well, look, Jack, this guy like microwaved his cheesecake, and then it wasn't good anymore." Yeah, and this other guy's like, <laughs> I, "I smoked weed, and we we're in South America, and we saw this white owl, and there's no white owls in South America." And then I took a picture of it, and then the next morning I woke up when I was sober, and it was a bird. Well, can you guys share your story that? You say you weren't high, but you saw a capy, a, a coopy, what did you see? No, no we no, already no. talked about that. I know, but we I, saw are you sure? Right, reptilian creature. Are you sure creature. you weren't high? Yeah, positive. no, we were definitely drunk. Oh, definitely, <laughs> we were absolutely drunk. Oh, for sure. But this thing was upright and reptilian and running Walking. across the road in Florida. It was basically Hillary Clinton running across the road, you know, in a lizard mini. costume. Yep. Yeah. Lizard wild. people. Um had a pantsuit on. I think that we we did an episode about all of the <laughs> <laughs> all of the cryptozoology um, stuff. The cryptids and but when we were doing that, there was a, there's an actual lizard. I think they call it the Jesus lizard because it runs on its hind legs. There's a real lizard that does that. Yeah, I'm like, but it wasn't what we saw wasn't a lizard. It, it was more of like a like a human. <laughs> it was more of like an alien body. Like a, it was like a human shaped body that was small and green. What somebody reached out and said it was something, a fairy. I don't remember a what gnome? it was. A gnome. I don't know. We've had so many people trying to explain what we saw, but I know what I saw. And I don't we'll talk think about it, it on a documentary. We weren't once. stoned. We were just a little drunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That'll get you though. Yeah, they will. Um, Every time. So Anyways, all these stories about people being high are actually so stupid when you read them when you're not high yourself. So we are exiting that idea and we're going to get into some more advice because I feel like we have so much fun when we give you lovely listeners advice on everything that is stressing you out uh, that you need to talk to somebody about. You need, you need an impartial opinion, not the mm. people in your life, people who don't know you. Some people practical, boiled down, broad, sweeping advice. From three grizzled people living in L.A. That's right. They've been through some shit. Take it or leave it. Yeah. Take it or leave it, baby. All right. Well, we will get into that in a little bit. But before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On The Stand. Every week, we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're loving it. We're hating it. We're like raving about it, or it's just like the worst thing in the entire world. We have a healthy discussion about it. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to you people. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And uh, sometimes we have a listener on the stand we have today. Oh, yes. So we will also be uh, putting you in. And if you want to call and give us your On The Stand, the number is 818 442 446 nope. 446 6889 um, if everybody does this, because it might be a weird one, it might just be something that my family's weird, but <laughs> I'm putting on the stand on Christmas, buying a birthday cake for baby Jesus, like a sheet cake from a grocery store. We grew up, unfortunately, super Catholic, and every Christmas, my aunt would get a big birthday cake, and we all had to sit around and sing happy birthday to Jesus. And um, I've never recovered. I'm fully traumatized. And I just don't think we need to waste a sheet cake on Christmas when we can have them for our birthdays. I thought it was a weird thing. Um, a, I want to know if anyone's ever heard of this or if my family's corrupt. And then B, is it guilty or not guilty? Thanks. Love you guys. 
Oh my God. I <laughs> love you because I love that inside you're like, something's not right about this. Yeah. Yep. Do other families do this? And the answer is no. No, I bet the answer is yes. I bet the not answer is a resounding yes. I bet. Absolutely. I a bet yes. we're going to find out. It's not, not my anyone family. Anyone I know, not anyone you know, or not anyone you but know. We're not super Christian people. I know, but I feel like we know some. No. I feel like we would have seen this growing up or like I grew up with a ton of. You're Catholic. I grew up in the most Catholic place ever. Mm. Not once was there a baby I just, Jesus kid. I feel like this is not a Catholic thing to Here's do. My I question. feel like it's more of like a... I think it's personal for your aunt. Think uh. about how many people out there do things different than you do. Not a ton that I know. <laughs> that's why we live in our that's, own little nice bubble of friends. Yeah, I mean, we have some diverse friends. Yeah. Not religiously. I'm gonna guess, not religiously diverse, I'm, I'm I guess. Gonna, None of our friends are religious. No. So that's so the thing. It's like, I also, none of our I also obviously none of us know a baby Jesus. I also think it's fascinating and I am non-judgmental when people are, but I've never heard of this. I it would be stunned if there weren't at least a couple people that in the comments were like, yes, I or oh someone God, I yeah. know. Or at least like this. in their childhood for sure. Well, um, I'm not going to say guilty if this is your religious belief. I will say guilty if it's not and it's for novelty or and it is not guilty if you're it's also very not guilty if you're doing it to make your aunt uncomfortable by you doing it. Like I see the novelty in it if you want to have some fun with this. But like I don't know if it's your religious thing. I would never say guilty to it. Well, I would to, just say maybe it's an excuse to get some cake. That's what I was yeah. gonna say. To me, it's not guilty just because how else are you gonna get cake on Christmas? Like, that yeah, rules. it's like a it's a nice Nobody little thinks, dessert excuse. Yeah, you can bring any dessert to Christmas, and it's Christmas, and it's fine. Well, but Easter isn't there a, a Easter tradition where they put a little baby in the cake, and whoever gets it like has good luck. Yeah, like, isn't that Greek something Easter like that. Or something? I think that's a great but, thing, but. Yeah, I don't know. Something about, like, if you show up with a cake on Christmas, someone's going to ask who it's for. No. Everyone's going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's for baby Jesus. (laughs) I mean, listen, I'll eat a baby Jesus cake. I'm in. I will also indulge in that. So I guess... (laughs) Not guilty. I'm not... not, Yeah. Having a cake at any time is not guilty. Um, If you were weirded out by it, though, it's guilty for you. Mm. And I think you should make your opinion known at the Christmas table. That's right. Boycott that baby Jesus cake. But be like, hey, I support the cake, but can we call it something else? Mm. Like yeah. a Christmas cake. Christmas cake. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Um, okay, I'm going to go first. Great. It's funny because you actually um, mentioned what I'm putting on the stand. Oh my God, I did. When we were talking about the little baby reptilian that Jared and I saw. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm putting capybaras on the stand. Oh. Were you going to do that? No, I just love capybara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shook. Because um, th- I've been seeing capybara, 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 capybara all day, every day oh. since that TikTok sound. I, I've never even heard that TikTok sound. Are you joking? Shocking. No. Have you? No, I don't, but I don't go on there often. Are you lying? No. How are, then I want to hear how you know about capybaras. I mean, I just have known about them because I, as anybody knows that follows me or knows me as a person is I love really weird animals. Like you the weirder, the better. Google it. And this, that sound on TikTok is viral right now. Oh, I don't, oh, all right. Well, the reason why I love a capybara is they're rodents. They're massive rodents. They are massive, massive rodents. They're the biggest rodent that it's exists. Like a giant rat. They are. But here's the thing. And this is what I've realized because um, I think to make something cute, it just needs to be the size that it isn't. Yeah. So that's why the capybara is amazing because rats are disgusting because they're gross and they're small. I disagree. Once you make the rat. I like rats too. You I like do. a rat? I do like a rat. They're very no, smart. You don't. They're training them to find people in rubble and earthquakes. Really? Yeah. Because they can get in the things and like press a little button that's to next to their back that tells people where they are. Yeah. And wow. also I feel like you're the first person who would like a rat. I mean, I don't mind a I don't rat. Wanna, it, I don't want an infest. Uh, rat. I want a, I want a, a domestic rat. Oh, yeah, I'd like a rat. You don't want a, like, oh no, my kitchen's dirty kind of a rat. I don't want you an want uninvited rat. rat. I don't mm. want a rat. In, I don't want to hear it in my ceiling when I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, but like I'd love if somebody had a pet rat. I would love I that. I get to trained? choose yeah. when I see this rat. Yes. This rat does not visit me sporadically. That's right. This rat is not diseased. Mm. This rat is Has its doesn't shots. bite. This With rat no rabies. can rescue someone from some rubble. <laughs> I got like the lassie of rodents here. An intelligent rat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not showing up unannounced. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, no, that's all. That's all the difference is. Is just if it's invited Dude, or not. A rat that breaks in your home will eat meat. I had a rat 
one day break into my house, rip chicken bones out of my garbage can and eat like eat chicken. Mm. I called my dad. I was like, what's happened? I thought like a fucking wombat. had. He's like, no, that's a rat because mice won't do that. I was like, what? Wow. They chewed through my screen window in this really? place at a screen, chewed through metal screen, ripped over my garbage can. My dad's like, that's like three rats. I'm like, they're intense animals. Rat wow. pack. We call that a rat pack. Oh, rat pack. Ugh. Anyways, capybaras, massive rats. Really cute. And I think like the bigger that they I mean, got, the, pigs. the slower they are. Guinea pigs are adorable too. But the capybara is so big. But this big. is like a prehistoric sized that's, rodent. It just, it seems like it shouldn't exist and that's why I like it. It's the same thing. I've been starting to get these massive bugs on my For You page, like beetles, like the size of your hand. Yeah. And I'm like, once something gets to a certain size. They're no longer scary. They're cute. Yeah. Like a ma- a beetle the size of my hand is adorable and his name is Fred. So a tiny little beetle is scary and Jared tries to smush him with well, a shoe. I do not smush a them. A tiny one I makes you feel like your them. house is dirty. Yeah. A big, but a one, big is one is a, is a friend. Yes. But what I love about capybaras is crocodiles and alligators don't eat them. What? Because they're too big. No, just in general. I mean, they'll eat a human, yeah. so they can't be. It, for some reason, capybaras can ride them. They just don't. Them. <laughs> they can ride, ride them, and then oh, pelicans. Yeah, and pelicans try to eat them. I know, and it's like I know alligators don't eat them, and pelicans try to be like, "Can this fit in my mouth?" That and they the, like size them up. You know why? Because it's a confusing looking rodent, <laughs> and no one knows what to do. It with shouldn't it. exist. But I, I have, pelicans only eat fish. I don't know if that <laughs> pelican was being serious. I know what video no, you're I've telling. I've seen other videos about. like this. They try. They just try to open their big beaks and like close it on the capybara. But it's so huge that they're basically just like and going the like capybara this. doesn't even notice because it's just notice. eating whatever. It's like capybaras mi- also seem pretty stupid, which I really like. Love, yeah, that. they're very small, little tiny brains of that big body, kind of like Jared. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, how is she going to word this? No, Jared's a big brain. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it's, it's pretty empty up there. Mostly filler. Yeah. Um, Anyways, capybara is not guilty. Not guilty. So cute. I don't. I'm going not guilty, but just because. I want to agree with you guys. You wouldn't want to. Like, I don't have really a see any positives to the to this animal. What? There's nothing I really like about it. You know what? Sometimes they wear hats and they eat uh, popsicles and slide down slides. So like a kid? Yeah, they're <laughs> like, like a, a toddler. Little, they're like a little baby. All right. Yeah, not guilty, but still. What's the I'm point not... of a rhinoceros? <laughs> like holy do you feel shit this i way never about thought about of, that what about an elephant like what's the point of all of these like there's no point to anything animals are subjective whether or not i like them okay okay happy bars are so cute they're objectively cute in fact they look like rhinoceroses with no horns they're a little okay bit. they're okay with a cute little snout the problem is we have there's so many animal obsessions happening in this house that like i just don't know if we have room for another one you do i the happy bar has been around for a while all right. I can't believe you don't know the TikTok song. We're going to plug it in here. It's, <laughs> it's everywhere. Just put it in your TikTok search and you'll see. Amazing. All right. Well, All right. not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Can I go? Should yeah. I go? Um, reclining your seat on an airplane in general on any domestic mm. flight. Reclining your seat. Like, I know it's only a couple of inches, but you're taking up someone else's space. Are you saying you. you're not allowed to? Yeah. Not, I mean, I, I disagree. Okay. Do you, are you a recliner? I am so uncomfortable on an airplane. I'm desperate to do anything to make it better. I, I recline as soon as it's allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, That's your I right. Can't, dude, but I'm going to judge I you. I can't sit. I can't sleep like this. I can sleep like this. I'm saying domestic flights only. Yeah, Long I think international an flights. Flight. I think everybody understands. You're yeah. trying to, everyone's if trying to sleep. If you weren't supposed to do it, why would they give you the option? Uh, see, I, I recline immediately every time. I will never bend on this. If somebody reclines on me, I immediately start planning, like in my head, like what's the worst thing? I can't thing? believe people don't like it. Well, it fucks up your shit if you're being huh? reclined into. It's a if you're trying, if you're trying to work on a computer on the fold down thing, like you but can't. Then if you reclined. have to recline to get the space you need. That's this right. is what I'm saying. But then, if but, you don't want to recline because you don't want to be rude to the person in back of you, then, then they, they just can. Get stuck. It's a solution for everyone. Everyone I, can recline to get their space back. I like the reclining Except itself. Except the last seat against the wall in the back because they get not. reclined. See, and that is. <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving this in i hope everybody heard that That's <laughs> the fruit, it's the fruit car we gotta soundproof this place all right uh, anyways i think that the joy i get from having a couple inches reclining does not outweigh the anger i feel when somebody 
comes at my face from in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I, f- I feel you. Neither of you recline? No. I unless recline. I unless I absolutely have to. I always do. Yeah. Well, my back always hurts. Like Excuse right me? now, Mine my too. back hurts. Jared has sciatica. Well, then <laughs> recline, you weirdo. What? What are you gonna like? It makes it worse that angle when you're it's, not a martyr. The angle that the seat is in when I do recline, it makes my back hurt worse. Maybe you should get a little travel heating pad. Maybe I should just die. A lumbar pillow. <laughs> well, I recline. Not uh, not guilty. All right, guilty. This is gonna be a good one. I know. For Facebook, you know I'm sold, in the middle because I do recline sometimes, but I try not to. I as much as I can. I can't believe that is even something in your head. To me, it's like an automatic thing you're blessed to do. It's part of this experience. Mm-hmm. I'd never even considered that I shouldn't do it. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Ever. My last thing I'll say is, if you are, if there's any lunatics listening right now, you can actually go online and buy these little blocks that are universal and they fit if you're sitting behind somebody on an airplane oh that's they, fucked up they fit over the the um hinge where the seat would recline and they prevent it from moving that's uh, a bad idea you'll get kicked off your flight and probably put on a list if you have these but they do exist no. it's a bad idea because bad karma people will fucking fight you and there's people are so angry on flights already oh yeah and if someone's like if someone was like me and i mm. had the right to recline and someone stopped me mm. And I have a couple airplane wines. <laughs> you don't want to know what's, what's going to happen. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not advocating. Do not buy these. This really, product. because it seems like. Do you have like a, a link you want to share with the listeners? Because it seems like you have these. Yeah, I do actually. <laughs> it's no, I don't. Interesting that you know about. But I've them. seen it, and I've been like, hmm. If I wasn't like afraid of getting in trouble at all at any time, then I or getting your ass kicked. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, Lex. Not guilty. Guilty. I don't know. Mistrial. Mistrial. Okay, so I'm putting something on the stand that's made me cry maybe eight days in a row. Oh. The dodo. The dodo. Do you know what the dodo is? Yeah, the animal. The extinct so, animal? And you, no, not no, the, the dodo, dodo bird. Instagram. The dodo Instagram and Facebook and TikTok is basically a, a media company now that is an aggregate of content that has a happy ending, but it's like... A baby kitty and all the kittens stuck in tar crying. And then a good Samaritan films the rescue in like trimming the tar from the crying <laughs> babies, bathing them in dawn and scalding water while they're feeling better, I guess. <laughs> and then in recovery for weeks. And then finally they're able to walk again. And I like, I'm really a big puddle of like emotional mess in the morning. And I watch them in the morning before I get to bed. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I start my day sobbing. But maybe like it's a release. That's no. kind of nice. And it's they, like an emotional no, but exercise. But they have this thing where like the sad animal goes like me and they have these like lightning bolts that come out of it that they always do where it's like totally Help. Yeah, yeah, alert, and they put, alert, yeah, 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 like this these graphics they do and they do it for every animal. The other day I saw an elephant stuck and no. the mother stuck in tar and the mother in Africa so everything was stuck on, in tar. The, on the road on the road <laughs> asking poachers for help oh my god it's not poachers but just yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. It's poachers. And, and like the narrator's <laughs> like, like look at the mother desperate for help I'm like I need to know if this elephant lives right now yeah. I think they always do but if you're on the dodo on this journey. it sounds like they always do live yes but like to go on that journey is so painful to watch the animals suffer to, then I just think about the other ones that didn't get rescued I think it's a really heavy um, thing to just be in my algorithm so casually. So I'm putting Dodo on the stand. I want to be able to click on that when I'm emotionally ready for that. I don't want that at me when I'm in a fragile place. (laughs) That's why I can't even. There's also there's an account like that for people. The, the good news movement I think oh, it's I called. don't fuck with people that's even worse it's worse no it's the same thing it's always feel good stories but they're always like heart-wrenching horrible stories of people you know like making it through illness and whatever oh. and I'm like I throw babies in I wouldn't be able to get out of bed if I, I children I follow oh. it and then I, I literally never watch any of the videos I'm like I am not capable to withstand what this video is gonna emotionally throw at me like I can't I can't do it yeah, now when I see the dodo, I swipe now because it's just like it's too heavy. I'm trying to like get myself out of bed. For the love of God, that's hard enough. Yeah. Do you know who has a video on the dodo? Who? Beth. Well, that's different. Beth. 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 Our, fa- our favorite dog. Beth is perfect. She she Truly. had a because she you know she has had a hard story. You she overcame a lot. Baby. Yeah. Anyways, but she's on the dodo. dodo. I mean, I get it. I'm gonna say guilt. I mean, it's it's great content, but I can't handle it, so it's guilty for me. Guilty. I like a. 
most of the accounts I follow are just people getting hit in the crotch. So like, <laughs> <laughs> let's do this. I like too... funny animal videos, and I love saving and rescuing animals. I just it really bums me out. Yeah, yeah, you know, guilty. Great. All right. Well, that was not my <laughs> thing I should do when we come back. It is time uh, to answer some of your questions. So if you're a super busy person and you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe you just don't even want to go to the gym and work out in front of a bunch of different people, you need to check out the Aloe Moves app. I'm obsessed with this app. So it makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, there's Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. So either you're a beginner or you're an advanced person, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. So even if you only have five minutes, you can just get some movement in. I used Allo Moves all during the pandemic. It was amazing. Like I was on my yoga journey and I was obsessed with it. So you can find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments, even if you don't really want to get a workout on. And when it comes to sleep, it's just important as fitness and nutrition, and they've got you covered with Allo Moves. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to Allo Moves dot com and use code first for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code first, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com, code first. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome to Ask a Girl, Ask a Ginger, our new advice column. Uh, we are answering your deepest, darkest questions about yourself. This isn't a, uh, ask us anything about ourselves. This is let us Although, help you. That would be fun. We'll do it, but that's an AMA. We're not doing it. This yeah, is yeah, not yeah, an yeah, AMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we will do three highly qualified advice givers. Exactly. We don't not have it together. I think we, gotta- not, we don't have it fully figured out, but like I would, I would, I ask both of you for advice all the time. Yeah, Yeah, we ask each other for advice. I think we're pretty good at it. Yeah, we're good at it. Okay, so we're pulling from uh, Instagram. So these are shorter questions that people have asked. Just general, but I feel like it'll be a good discussion. Let's do it. Okay, so the first question says, how much patience should I have with guys that I meet on dating apps that are canceling on our first date or meetup? I'll go. I don't take it personally when they're canceling on a first date. 
or meet up because that has nothing to do with you. If they match with you, they're obviously attracted. They don't know your personality enough to reject it. They're obviously like entangled in something that they're (laughs) either Mm. on their outs from. Like that has nothing to do with you. So it's like, have the patience until you meet up, I guess, if you want. But if they do that after meeting you, before meeting you, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Meet up with as many people as you can, whatever. But after they meet you, you'll know how they feel about you. Well, first of all, it says canceling and not ghosting. So I think that those are two completely different things, too. Because I feel like ghosting is, like, pretty fucked up no matter what. If they're canceling, of course, there might be, like, an actual reason why they're canceling. Um, But to your point, when I was, like, single and dating, I made the massive mistake of, like, getting way into my thoughts and try and thinking that I had a connection with people before I even met them, which I didn't that like I'd build up this idea of somebody in my head. And then when somebody canceled or something didn't go my way, I'd get really hurt. Like my feelings would be really hurt. I'd be super butt hurt, but it's like had nothing to do with that person. It was because I was putting all of this stock into something that you didn't even know that I didn't even know you're projecting like an idea. Idea of somebody, yeah. So even if it was after like a few dates, like still, it's like I would be like so heartbroken. But then that's also like compounded trauma from like the past that you're feeling. Yeah, and like most rejection in dating, I like if I like someone enough to go out on ten dates with them, and I rejected them. It has nothing to do with them. It's obviously I'm hung up on my ex or I'm like in a crazy mode because if I go out with you 10 times or five times, even you're obviously good enough for me. You're hot enough for me. Like it, none of that shit's personal in the end. It's all, we're all just like tumbleweeds trying to figure it out. I think also just like the dating landscape is so fucked up. Like, And unfortunately, it's going to be fucked up for everybody. Like, it's not like you're having a hard time with it because everybody is having a hard time with it. And I think especially even since, you know, we've been together for five years, you've been with Matt for a little over three years. It's like it's changed even more since then. Yeah. So it's like it is the Wild West out there. Shit is fucked up. And I think the best thing that anybody can do that's single right now is just like have your dukes up. Don't take anything personally. It takes a long time to get to know somebody. So remember that. And like when you're going out on dates, like you have to decide if you like this person too it's not all about like if they're accepting of you and they want to go on another date with you like that's good enough for you yeah like you should be going into every encounter like what do you have to put on the table to offer me to make my life more enriched and better and less anxiety like not like how do I win you over and give my energy to you how do you what are you going to offer because I have know what I have to offer right Jared what do you think you were in the dating pool very very shortly I've Ooh, very brief um, run with the apps, but I hated every second of it. I thought it was awful, and it's it is awful. I I don't envy anyone who's like going through trying to pull something out of it because I feel like it's really tough to do because you go from a very impersonal connection to somebody to like something you have to translate into physical reality in person, and like there's just so much to it that to me it just seemed like. I don't know. It just seemed bleak and I didn't, I was not having a good time. And no, and so I think, I think that said, like you have, maybe that was a good thing because if I had approached it with like this sort of sense of like, it is what it is. Like maybe it would have been a little bit easier in the long run to then get what I wanted out of it because I wasn't expecting much out of it. You know what I'm saying? So if you go into the situation thinking like, you know, if if you do want to, can- if someone cancels on you and you hate that, and that doesn't sit well with you, then absolutely move on. But if you're the kind of person who wouldn't be upset by that, then right. just roll with it because you don't know where it's going to end up. But like that's what I'm saying, it has to be tailored to how you would approach a situation according to yourself. Like, well, and that's the thing too. It's like everybody's so different that like if exactly if you're a stickler for people like being true to their word and not canceling and being reliable X Y Z kind of a thing then that's a red flag for you personally. It might not be a red flag for this other person, but for you personally, that's a red flag. And they're showing your true colors before you even met them. And it's like good riddance. Find somebody that you can rely on that is going to show up five minutes early for your date. And like, you'll you're like closer to meeting the person that you're supposed to be with kind of a thing. That being said though, their vigilance and being not flaky could change once they meet you. Like it's hard to have like commitment and care for a non-tangible being. Yeah. Um, cause I gotta say I was on a Bumble very briefly between relationships and I had a great experience. Mm. I met probably, I met one person who I ended up dating for a minute. Yeah. 
And it was fucking great. Yeah. And then, like, we ended amicably because, like, we're not people. But, like, you know, if we're it, not people, we're not people. We're not each other's. <laughs> we're monsters. We're not each other's. Per- we're, we weren't going to get married, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have a bad experience. Yeah. I really didn't. Um, yeah. And well, I think that's the other it thing. It can be done do. responsibly, I think. Yeah. And I've got to. I mean, it is. I mean, as much as we want to be the same as men, like women and men are completely different. Yeah. And I think men are generally less emotionally attached, especially to somebody that they've never met before. Like I said, I was having these ideas in my mind, like writing their last name next to mine before I'd even go on a date with them. But that's how women are. It's like, it's also LA where we could Google these people and they were like (laughs) doing big deal shit. And it got, it it was easy to be excited about. No, You like get excited about something. And like where men don't even fucking think twice. Like it's so easy for a man to just cancel or to, have on to the next because with men too it's like dating apps and men are a horrible combination because it's just like the shiniest newest prettiest youngest thing That's whereas right. women it's like we i think are looking for a partner we look for more substance than men yeah, generally totally um sorry jared <laughs> whatever hey meeting in person is better it is it is and well, i i feel that 100 percent. I, I also think if you're dating you should try and you're vibing with somebody meet with them as soon as possible yeah because I also made that mistake. Attention spans like go. Where it's quick. like I made that mistake where I'd like chat with somebody for weeks and weeks and weeks, and then you built up this weird rapport and, and you like sent pictures, and then you're like, now I have to meet in person, and, and then, then it's weird and yeah. it's different, and it's not exactly how you have this idea of somebody in your mind. So Agreed. it's like meet in person so you can see if you vibe like immediately or not. Million percent. Um, okay, so I'm gonna do another dating related question because I feel like we're on that. Oh uh, God, we're on a roll with this. How to explain to the guy that I'm dating that I'm still friends with my ex fiance? That's I wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't go well for me. No. Depends on the relationship. Like How? If you, it? What you're if your coworkers? Um, no, no. Okay. Then <laughs> your coworkers, you shouldn't be friends. Like you shouldn't be texting. No, it's too scary for the new partner. I wouldn't feel safe as a new partner under those circumstances. I just would not. I wouldn't either. And it depends. Like, are they broken up for how long? You know, um, I think that makes a big difference. True. I'm just posing questions here. No, I mean, I think it's really tough because, I mean, there's going to always be like the seed of doubt within you because it's like, why don't they hate each other? They should hate each other. They should hate each other. Personally, <laughs> like every personally, normal yeah. couple. Or like if you love each other enough to want to be friends, then why, why do you, you together? break up? Yeah. Like, because that's what's weird. It's like you guys have had sex and now want to be close friends no fucking thanks i wouldn't put myself in that situation i think that there are like two types of people too though like i'm the type of person like when i break up with somebody i never talk to them again like yeah. they are dead to me and and that's it like well, mental self-preservation See, I, but i think yeah. there's a there's a spectrum uh, yeah for sure because it's like i don't talk to anybody that i ever dated yeah but but i definitely not, not in like a dead to me sort of way it's just like i know that, dead that to me that's over and it's like i know but that sounds like ill wishing to me uh, but yeah there is ill wishing i for definitely sure. <laughs> talk to people i've dated i've talked to a lot of people i've dated but we are not friends yeah but it'll be like an occasional exchange or but mm. like they're around yeah because i played fast and loose there for a minute <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah you know they're around and but like if you can be friendly, but dating an ex-fiance, like people I dated where it was For never sure. even official. That's a big difference. Yeah. An ex-fiance. Yes. Dude, I could Massive. not be friends with any of my serious partners For sure. still. No, it's just, it's also just not fair to your, no. like, and the thing is like, I always think about this, like when I break up with somebody and it's like, let's be friends. It's like, I don't fucking need another friend. I have enough friends. friends. I don't Straight need up. another friend. Like you're not adding anything to my life because except it's anxiety. Except anxiety. If we hung out, I'd be just thinking about how awkward this is. And then it's like, if I had the upper hand in this situation where like, where it's like, let's be friends. I feel like I'd be doing that person a disservice because I'm toying with their emotions by still right. being in their life. Like, I think it's fucked up to be friends with your ex. Like I really do. Yeah. A serious ex. That's fair. I that agree. makes sense. I agree. And it's fucked up to everybody involved when you start dating somebody new because it just adds another like layer of anxiety like, and shit. fear and yeah. insecurity. Yeah. Same. Yeah. All right. Well, I, we are now out of time. We oh. only got through two questions, but these are great. So I'm like really good. heated. I'm actually like, r- physically hot because I got really excited. You are physically hot. Are physically we going to do uh, Yeah, we got to go right into our worsties. Uh, we'll go now. We'll go right now. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms 
and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I took French in high school, and I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French. And it was only when I got there I realized just how rusty I'd gotten. And I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Hey, Worsty Firsties, we are here to bring you another salacious Worsty Firsty. So let's <laughs> just get right to it. Jump right in. This one says April 4th, new Worsty. I labeled it wrong. <laughs> April 4th was yesterday, not even today. But here, here we, we go. Are. Hey, Jack, Carrie, and Alexis. I wanted to let you know something I did in high school and still feel really bad about. Um, I was involved in a sting operation when I was 16, 17, uh, after getting arrested from a house party. So um, I had either volunteered, I don't remember, or someone had designated me to be the deliverer of money or fake IDs of like seven or eight of my friends to this random person um, in the city. And um, I got arrested with all the money for that and all the pictures for the fake IDs, the fake addresses, like the whole shebang. Um, and I was looking at some felony charges, obviously. That's a big deal. Um, and that was really scary for me. So they, you know, uh, told me I had to kind of do whatever they say or I was going to get a felony, um, you know, really uh, pressuring me to cooperate. And I was like, I don't care. I'll do whatever. And, um, you know, I'm going to cover my own ass. And, um, yeah, I was a snitch technically, and I do feel bad for it. Um, I don't think he got in trouble, though, because he had already heard news that um, I had been arrested the night before we were meeting up. So when the cops put me in an unmarked car and took me to the meeting site, um, they didn't give me any wires. And I was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, I was kind of looking forward to that part of it. But so this guy asked me, like, I heard you were arrested last night. Um, is this like, was something going on? And so I said, no, you know, I just got a drunk and disorderly, no big deal. When I had given them this person's phone number, I only knew his first name. It was very, um, sketchy. Um, so I do feel really bad about that. Um, I didn't want a felony and I hope he didn't get a felony either. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope that that was the case. So, um, that's, that's one of the worst things I've done. Thanks. Okay. So first of all, we all did this. I still have a little plastic baggie with all my fake IDs. Oh, yeah. One was from Texas. One was of a girl who looked like me. Like that was the age before all the super digital connectedness mm -hmm. of shit that you can check in real time. I wonder, do people still have fake IDs? I'm sure. I never had one. You didn't? you didn't? I still have mine and yeah. I would like almost want to do a show and tell because they're so funny. I probably have mine somewhere too. Um, but like, listen, you just were in the unfortunate position to get caught doing this, which is against the law and a felony. 
But you deciding to be like, I'm not going down for this is completely valid. I would do the you same six, thing. <laughs> you were 16. I would do the same thing. Yeah. If I had gotten caught with my fake ID, I would have done the same thing. What's well, your allegiance? You're not in the mafia. Like, exactly. <laughs> you want to self-preserve. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and it's like, like you're scared and, and like, you know what's going on. Fake IDs are supposed to just be for funds. Yeah. And you know what's not fun? Felonies. Yeah. Like this isn't some shit that's yeah. worth a felony. If you were, it's like if there was a million dollars in the line, I can understand the the moral dilemma with that one is a fake but like, id a felony what is a fake id a felony maybe buying or maybe i think a- s- making them wow. and being involved in that yeah but she wasn't yeah, she yeah. was more like bringing the money to someone yeah. who was making them yeah and she was bringing the addresses and pictures because she was like help probably it sounds like from your friends you were being the person right to buy them yeah. for everyone You're the coordinator. yeah you were coordinating and like that's not your fault everyone was I think you did the exact fucking right thing, to yeah. be honest. And if the other guy involved was 16, he probably got a slap on the wrist too. Yeah. You have the luck of your age on your side there. If you were 18, it probably would have been worse. But no, I mean, I don't think you should feel bad. You did the right thing. And I think if anyone's caught up in something legal and the police are like, hey, uh, you should help us. Mm. In ex- I think you should all do it. Do the right thing. Always. Yeah, I agree. Make up for your mistakes. Absolutely. Unless your life's on the line. Like if, you know, there are, there are very, like there are instances where that could be the wrong advice. So just use your common sense. (laughs) If someone's after you, I I don't know. You know, I don't, we don't, we aren't giving legal advice. I'm not giving you legal advice. And if someone's like, if you talk, I'll kill you. Like then go to the cops, (laughs) tell your mom, you know, don't do that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Great story though. I have a friend who got, got for a fake ID because he was at a bar I won't name names, but he was at a bar and some guy was like asking him about his ID and he was like, oh yeah, it's like fake. And I blah, blah, blah. It was a cop? It was a cop. Oh my God. I've had one taken away. Really? I never had one taken away and some of my fake IDs did not look like me at all. McLovin, Hawaiian organ donor. So yeah. perfect. Yeah. Oh, uh, super bad. We're pretty much that bad. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. Well, we are out of time. So I know you didn't prepare anything today. No, what do you, do you do? want to do like a group freestyle? Absolutely. Like a stanza, stanza? Sure. Who's going to start? You. You are. Okay. I'm George Costanza and I don't do drugs. I am drugs. Jared? Wait, so I'm rhyming with drugs? Yeah. Mm. I'm George Costanza and I don't do drugs. I am drugs. And when I'm feeling sad, I really want some hugs. Um, the dogs I identify with most are pugs. <laughs> and like Jack said... I only like big, cute bugs. <laughs> uh, you brought it full circle. And the things that I really love, everybody else thinks are pretty fugs. Wow. It's 420, bitches. <laughs> Let's put on some comfy Uggs. <laughs> How did you do 420 without saying nugs? And let's smoke some. I mean, we don't smoke nugs. I'm George Costanza, and I'll smoke some nugs. But not. I'm not. But he will. Thank you for clarifying. Bye. Goodbye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.